Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. Hello, hello, welcome. Um, uh, I got my bestie here. Uh, Katie Maloney is here right now. (laughs) Wait, did you have that prepared? Yeah, I did that on the way here. That is actually, (laughs) I am so impressed by that. Yeah, it's kind of a Tom Schwartz move. That really is. It definitely jacked that, but. That was good. You know, I, it's a good intro. It was just, but I, I didn't even see you flinch. Like, it was just so effortless. Yeah, I wanted, I, I didn't want you to know that I was, well, I had that up my sleeve. Nice work. Sorry. Yeah. I have my wall unit on in my apartment, my apartment that doesn't have central AC. And I forgot mm-hmm. that it actually do, it does make noise. Slumming it. Oh, fucking slumming But we it. are surrounded by Shoes! some of the greatest shoes we got c lube we got prada gucci half of them used chanel (laughs) shout out to chanel yeah shout out to chanel that (laughs) should be a hashtag you know i may not have central ac i may not own my own home or anything for that matter but i do have a shoe room i mean mean, that's that's, it's an investment and you know what there's nothing wrong with you shoes i would prefer shoes to be already worn and broken in because they're comfortable more comfortable because in europe i decided to break in a pair of shoes and that ended horribly oh yes (laughs) well i'm so glad that you just brought up europe in fact uh we'll talk about your shoes because there are some things i wanted to discuss about uh not really discuss i guess just like go over because it was so (laughs) much fun and i'm depressed now that we're back uh katie bought Four or four? Four pairs of three. Chanel. Four. One didn't come in, but you bought four. Well, yeah, initially, but then I... But, yes. So you're intent. Yeah. yeah. She went on... Tradesy. Tradesy.com and Best bought... website. Four pairs of you <laughs> Chanel shoes. Now, um, when you hear used, you think, oh, so like it's probably cheap. It's probably like 200 bucks a shoe. No. <laughs> it's not it still might as well be like straight from neiman marcus i mean not all of them but yeah it's chanel for sure that shit was so mm-hmm. cute and yes. thank you for letting me buy a pair off you <laughs> and i'm really sorry that lots didn't fit you oh well no 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 they do mm. no the ones that you got for me well yeah and then also the some flats didn't fit you no no now they do Oh, oh yeah the 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 ones. Did that, I break them in for you? The ones that I had, I still like. I'm dealing with blistered uh, s- scars on my heels from. Uh, yeah, but no, now they're good. You know, I would give, I would wear those shoes. Like, say they were too tight on me, and get blisters 
for a year straight, like you're not able to take them off. You have to sleep in them, shower in them, and then it just gets soggy and weird. So like they're never going to dry. I would do that a year straight just to go back to Europe right now. I would too. Well, I mean, I was trying to be like Parisian as fuck and wear my <laughs> Chanel's in Paris. And um, that was a horrible idea. No, not for photos. Not visually. Yeah, but the look on my face said it all. <laughs> That's true. It's constip- constipated on the face, but looking good on the bottom. You know, beauty is pain, right? Always. Okay, so I'm really glad you brought up Paris and Copenhagen because one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about was... Because you were just now talking about... So before we started this podcast, Katie was talking about reading people's energies. And she's talked about before that... Well, see, I'm jealous of her. So let's just start with that. I'm jealous of Katie because even her her whole family, your mom's like this and everything. You guys are super in tune with shit. (laughs) We're intuitive. (laughs) You're intuitive. There we go. I mean, you can read energies and you feel things and you have like thought you you have like good vibe. You you understand shit that isn't being said. And Mm -hmm. you also get to like have ghosts kind of interact with you. Not that you've seen a ghost, (laughs) but you know what I mean? I wouldn't say that that is the luckiest thing. It's scary. Have I mean, you ever been scared? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, um, in in our last place that Tom and I lived in, there was a very it was a, it was a nervous energy that was there, and I would be woken out of a dead sleep in my like not from a dream where you wake up and your heart's pounding from a dream. Like I'd wake up and feel that there was just like a, a thick cloud of just anxiety around me. And like my heart would pound, I would not be able to go to sleep, and it would just sense that there was there was this like this this presence around you, and it was just nervous, and it wasn't it wasn't good, and it just like it, it, it would would I would be home watching TV sometimes, I would just like feel it just around me, and it would just like it would just keep me up at night, and it was just it wasn't it wasn't a good kind of positive energy. I'll call it I won't call it a spirit or a ghost but it's 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 a presence okay so like honestly only ghost <laughs> people say that like only like real legit people say mm-hmm. that like no you know like that's that's what they say because if I if that happened to me I'd be like I fucking was around a ghost yeah. for sure but what I also don't think you even realize is that though even the way that you're talking about it before you even said it's not a ghost or a spirit I'll call it an energy okay so when you explain I woke up and there, the way that I can describe it is this big <laughs> cloud of anxiety and my heart was beating fast. Like, yeah, no, most of us don't understand what that means. Like, I will wake <sighs> up and like have maybe anxiety because I'm like, fuck, I forgot to do that. <laughs> or like, no, I don't know what it's like to feel a big cloud of anxiety. It's like waking me. up in like a, you know, in a like in a bathroom where the shower's been on hot and it's like just... like no i mean it's just like it's that kind of it's not like it's not like a thick i'm just trying to i'm just trying to paint that like it's so it's like hard to breathe almost it's not that there's like the humidity or steam in the air but it's just that like sort of like it's it's very it's it's only spiritual people say that and Uh, understand it well the one time i woke up and i woke up and i felt that there was an arm pressing down on my chest which was that was really scary so like a hand or like it felt like an arm like a like a someone's like like forearm like pressing me down and i remember i was like tried to like sit up and i just you just you just it's so it's it's so weird it's so weird and i just remember like finally 
like I probably watched like cartoons or something just to take my mind off oh of it. Oh my god, is that why you and Schwartz watch cartoons to go to bed? Yeah, because every time I've spent the night at y'all's apartment, especially in the old apartment, went the small one because like That's I was what I'm right there about. in the yeah, yes. so I was right there in the living room. And I'm like, God, I, you know this, like, I can't go to sleep if there's any sound or, like, light anywhere. I have to wear an eye mask. I get so fucking annoyed if I hear anything. It just drives me nuts. I can't know that something's going on. How do you turn your brain off? Weed. Xanax. Okay, I mean, I, I mean, do it too, I but, like, if it, like, I just, like, I don't know. I have a very, like, active, like, mind. And, like, it's, like, so true. When I lay down, um, all of a sudden, like, everything starts coming to me. And I'm, like, thinking about everything I, like did that day and everything i have to do tomorrow and then the rest of my life (laughs) that's my worst nightmare in fact when i hear you and like again i'll spiral again when i hear you um communicate about situations or argue things i'm so impressed by your memory and by the way that you explain things and articulate yourself that i'm like when the fuck is she thinking about this shit i'm like i (laughs) lay down I'm like, my dog's so cute. Oh, my God, I can't wait for this to kick in and then, like, fall asleep. Or, like, even if it doesn't kick in, because, of course, there are times where I'm lying awake at night, but I don't think about shit. Maybe my problem (laughs) is I don't think a lot. And I'm 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 not... not that's smart. I'm not like preparing my my conversations when I lay down and go to sleep. I'm watching. No, but you're friends. thinking. Of, but you're thinking about. You're always thinking well, it's, about. It's things. always in my mind, and it's just. I I just think it's. It's also. It's. I think it's also like kind of part of that like intuitive nature that I have that I do become fixated on things and I do want to pursue them and discover and and you know just find the answer in some ways or just how to address it and you know it's just i it's, i don't know it's just my the way my brain processes i suppose well, but you know hell yeah thanks for the compliment well yeah <laughs> so okay i because i have a few questions i want to ask and I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out where to start i'll start with paris so the last night that we were there <laughs> the night Khaleesi's, if you listen to my Europe podcast you heard that we had the best night ever because we got the eiffel tower to ourselves a bridge to our fucking selves i felt like i was on the hills you know when lauren goes to paris and gets to get on the back of a motorcycle and like has all that shit to herself (laughs) i'm like what's going on we're playing uh the french kiss soundtrack we're dancing we're that was one of them i don't you know i thought that nothing would be more fun than when i got to be the grand marshal of a mardi gras parade and everyone was screaming my name like i was michael jackson (laughs) but this was more fun i think that that actually might be the most fun i've ever had in my life i'd rather relive that than have sex like if i had to choose between one of the two and just relive it over and over again Mm -hmm. i think maybe i would just i would choose that like because it was so much fun and also because it it wasn't planned it wasn't planned yeah i feel like i feel like um you know, I'm 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 a good traveler. I kind of I go with the flow. I'm easy breezy. Like shout just... out to Kristen for being a terrible traveler. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. We love you so much. Yes, but but I I think that Turks and Caicos was successful for her. So That's true. there's there's one for the books. But yeah. Um. But I feel like that last day, I kind of got to like semi be like call the shots a little bit i mean right yeah but no you but, did yeah but i feel like i got to finally like like this is how katie likes to like to explore things and i feel like i like i had so much fun but i feel like that day to me was like super memorable because we just kind of allowed ourselves to get lost we kind of had like a a loose 
agenda we had like a you know a, a purpose we we had a destination but we kind of allowed ourselves to get lost and then coming back and walking through like the latin quarter and just being like oh i think this is nearby the the magic steps in midnight to paris oh guess what it is let's hop on over there oh but this cute cafe right here let's stop and have a glass of wine like that's how i really like to see it and then just finishing out with just that impromptu last minute dinner and then that bridge that just had the most epic view of the eiffel tower like it was just it was so perfect and i would not have changed it for anything you're so right because you know you know that i was like obsessive about like making lists and shit i'm like i know and researching like i have to see this this is something i want to do or this all that and the day that i planned wasn't as fun as your day. What do you mean? Versailles? I mean, Versailles to me. That was I amazing. Mean, it was a one. It was my second to favorite day, but I will say the last day that we were there was my favorite day. Yeah. Stick I with mean, me. Versailles, it fuck, I mean, Versailles, I mean, it was. Stick with me, girl. Uh, we'll see it all. Uh, you know what? Next time we go to Paris, <laughs> I'll just let you plan Versailles. Oh, you want to go back? Oh, yeah, we got to. We got to. Yeah. I have, I have already resolved that I will go back. At, but now, but see that once now, a year now or if know, not more. But now we know. We've already kind of like been there, done that, so we can do it better. Like we get there earlier because we know we have to wait in the line. Yeah. And we like. I'll hire a VIP we'll f- tour. Yeah. And we'll figure <laughs> out how to rent to bikes so we can bikes really get around. Go in the boats, like the little yes. boats in the water. I think we kind of like got there and we were thrust into it and there was so much stuff to do. And we're like, we don't have time. You have to learn. You know what? And because I had researched it as much as I could, but like you don't really know or learn until you actually like see and live it and you're like oh fuck this is what they meant by this when i read that or like yeah i should have done this so yeah but, but i like i just like the not having a plan being like we the only plan was to go to catacombs but yeah. we had all day to get there and just so i just felt like you can just like soak it in and you can be so present and just really kind of like just it really was free, so fun you know? and i will say this like honestly three people a group of three people is the best number honestly to travel with yeah because if one more person then it becomes at least with three people you it's still small enough to where like you know everybody has different sleep schedules everyone eats at different times or wants to do different things but three is an easy number to handle yeah three people can get on the same page a lot quicker and easier than 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 a group of people and also there's also a thing called you know transportation and like Ubers and taxis that you can't totally. fit, you yeah. know, five people in one of those. But, you know, um, yeah, I, I, I prefer smaller groups and just kind of winging it. I mean, I'm, I'm so glad that um, like you specifically were determined and you had like made plans and Moulin Rouge and Versailles and all that because um, we were able to see so much in such a quick amount of time. And even though we were like running around and like had jam-packed days, you know, I'm really like really glad that we got it taken as much as we could in that time for sure so now we can go back Thanks, we gotta go back Maya. to uh marmont yes all the there's things still, i didn't get there's to still do some things we gotta do and i want to spend more time in saint germain and i i want to go to the country side i want to do everything there's a town called is oh it my the God. french kiss town um i don't know if it's french kiss town but um it's it's so I don't know. Cool. You got to look it's in your like eye a, that I felt like I would know what you were oh talking about. God. Um, uh, hold on. 
that take your fucking time because I want to <laughs> talk about Europe as much as we possibly can. It starts with a C. That's all I know. Um, what is it about this town? Like, what are you saying about it? It's just so cute looking. Oh, my God. How did like, you hear it just, about it? It looks like picturesque because when I came home, much like you, I was, you know, eating ham and cheese on bread oh, with know. butter and <laughs> drinking red wine and watch French Kiss like 14 times in a row. It was just basically on repeat all day. Where did you find it? I bought the DVD. That's right. You <laughs> sent it to us. People. OK, there's something has happened. You can't even find French Kiss on iTunes. We kept trying. Katie had to go buy a DVD. Who even has a DVD player? Did you watch it on your computer? No, I have a PlayStation. It plays Blu-ray. That's what's oh, up. That is what's up, actually. Yeah. So you looked up this town, or you were looking up um, France. So, so I was, I was, um, I was just googling stuff, like basically French countryside and like places to visit there. And it was just this like little tiny town. It was. Um, hold on, I'll recognize the name. I wish I could find. I should have bookmarked it damn thing i want to go everywhere especially con too do you see everybody's outfits yeah the south of france well i've never been to the for south of sure yeah i mean i feel like we need to be like super wealthy so like i don't think i want to go to the south of france until i'm like a like a true baller you know <laughs> because you don't want to like half-ass it it's like moving to new york when you're destitute it's like it doesn't really make sense because you you don't get a lot for your money in new york like doesn't I don't no. know did you see that Emily Ratatouse I hate her last name because I can never say it how she copied off of Bella Hadid's outfit last year no wait what do you remember Bella Hadid's like red gown that had the thigh <gasps> yes. up to the thigh oh yes with this hair this yeah French twist mm -hmm. so Emily I'm not gonna say her last name Emma Rad Emily did like pretty much the same thing and it was just like, really? That is, it's so obviously the same thing that why didn't you just, that? Um, well, whatever. I completely like ripped off Kim Kardashian's look at the VMAs. Yeah, but we're also <laughs> not at con. And true. in the same exact spot. Yeah, that's true. That that's true. was a year ago. I mean, I, I wanted to draw inspiration. I didn't completely, but yeah. But I, I draw I, inspiration I just, and I copy things all the time. But I'm not at con. Meaning that would be like if I did your reunion outfit next year reunion. I'm saying the same exact <laughs> spot. So she's being photographed a year later in the same spot yeah. wearing the most like, I mean, I wasn't wearing Galliano, but you know, I still wanted to like, shout out to Revolve. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. Love Revolve. I'm still looking for that. Damn. Alrighty. Let's talk about wine for a sec. Like, uh, one of my favorite topics and favorite things to consume. Um, I always, I well, growing up, I didn't, like I said, growing up, like children know a lot about wine. Okay, up until recently, I didn't know a lot about wine, except for the fact that I liked it. Uh, it's kind of hard to really pay attention to what you do like and what you don't like, because there's so many different wines out there. And um, it gets kind of daunting when you go to a store and you see all of these options. Well, it's a pain in my ass. Also, I'm lazy. So that is why uh, Wink has been a huge part of my life for almost, what, almost two years now. So Wink is like a wine subscription. Yeah, you heard that correctly. A wine subscription. So you don't, so say you're driving home from work 
or from school or from picking up the kids or from whatever it is you do every day. And you're like, fuck, I'm so lazy. I don't feel like actually like stopping at the store to get a bottle of wine. Like this is so annoying. And there's parking and all that. And like, I don't know if you live in places like New York City where like you have to get on the subway. Well, then that's like a whole thing that you have to carry. Wink saves you from that because the wine is delivered right to your door. Chia. Uh, what's so great about Wink and that's their website is trywink.com and that's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C.com is that right when you go to the website, it's very sleek and very uh, I, basic isn't the right word because it's like a negative connotation with like the word basic, but it's simple. It's easy to use. There's it's a it's basically a website made for me. You know, I like things to be as like easy to use as possible. So right when you go to this website, you take this short palette profile quiz. Okay. And they're not asking you just about wines. Like they ask you, how do you like your coffee? Do you like your coffee black or with cream or with sugar or like a fucking frappuccino, whatever. And so based on all of your answers, and it's only like six questions, but based on your answers, they will put together um, a list of wines that they think you would like. And then after you get wine delivered to your door, then you can go online and rate it and give feedback so that they know how to better tailor it to your palate. So it's fantastic. So not only are you getting wine delivered to your door, but then also you're learning about what you do like. So then you can become like a wine connoisseur of some sort. You know? Uh, but right now, Wink is offering my Khaleesi's, my listeners, $20 off your first order when you go to trywink.com slash Stasi. Uh, they're also going to cover shipping. So let me just tell you. That shit gets expensive, especially when you're ordering multiple bottles of wine, like not just one. It's heavy. So shipping's expensive. Go to trywink.com, T-R-Y-W-I-N-C.com slash Stasi S-T-A-S-S-I, and get $20 off your first order. And then they are going to take care of shipping. So you're welcome. Just call me the wine fairy. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Okay, so I love interior decorating. I love all that stuff. I am a true cancer. And I mean it like in the astrological sense, not like I'm a disease. I mean, whatevs. I kind of am sometimes when I'm in a bad mood. But I mean that in terms of uh, my astrological sign. Side note, oh my God, let me get into a full conversation about this with myself. Did you guys know that you can decorate your home for your astrological sign so that you will be as much at peace and in your element as much as possible? Uh, yeah, this shit is real. So I was helping a friend of mine moved the other day and well she bought a home in Los Angeles shout out to her I mean holy shit shout out to Melissa she bought a home in Los Angeles I'm so irresponsible like really I don't own anything I lease my car I rent my apartment I don't even have central AC I'm a degenerate so I'm super impressed by this and as I'm like helping her like put things around places she brought up that she read something about how she could decorate for her sign and I instantly googled this 
and then went and fell into a dark pit, this hole, this Alice in Wonderland hole of like not being able to stop reading all about this. This is real. So you can decorate for your sign. When I looked it up, I went straight to cancer and just get this. I'll read it to you what it said. This is on architectural architecturaldigest.com. Cancer, June 21st to July 22nd. Ruled by the moon, Cancer should decorate with silver, pale blue, and shimmering whites. Surround yourself with soothing, soothing sentimental objects like souvenirs, family albums, and framed photos. You love to cook and eat, so the kitchen is the perfect place for you to entertain. A large rustic farm table is a great way for you to gather friends for a fun night at home. Okay, so guess what? My whole apartment is pale blue. That is like my thing. Like I can't move into an apartment unless the walls are pale blue. There's just something about that color that... It just makes me happy every time I wake up. Every time I'm in my home, it just, it does something to me. I don't know. I just really connect with seeing that color visually. And all my furniture is fucking white. And I have metallics everywhere. I mean, I'm more of a gold person, but I have silver touches, rose gold touches, bronze touches. I like to mix my metals so that it doesn't look like too over the top. Like I'm not trying to look like, um, you know, Brendan Fraser from The Mummy just finally found a golden treasure. Like I don't want my apartment to look like that. Can't be too much gold. So you got to mix it up. And I've been starting to put in rustic touches, if you will, so that I can, again, balance it out, add some texture. So when I read this, I was like, are you joking? Ruled by the moon, silver, pear, pale blue, and shimmering whites, sentimental objects like souvenirs. First of all, I collect souvenirs. That makes me so happy when I see things that like, I'm like, I remember when I got this and exactly where I was, who I was with, what I was wearing, what I ate and drink that day, what we were talking about. I am attached to objects because of the memory that I have with them. It's a problem. Some might say I'm a hoarder. I personally don't think I am because my apartment is chic as fuck. So if I was a hoarder, you wouldn't be able to walk through it. Whatevs. Family albums, framed photos. I do all that shit. All that shit. That makes me happy. Now, the one part where I felt like they were wrong. You love to cook and eat. I love to eat. I like to try to cook, but I have recognized that I'm not good at it. So, no. Um... I'm not, yeah, so I don't, I mean, I wish I, I knew how to cook. I like it when I am doing it. Like today I made um, fresh berry margaritas in my Nutribullet and I I cut up all of the, ras- well, I didn't have to cut up the raspberries. I cut up the strawberries and put raspberries in there and some triple sec and tequila and ice and I made margaritas, so that made me feel happy. I was entertaining. So just because I don't know how to cook, it doesn't matter. I, to me, that that's still cooking and feeding people. Um, and at my dining room table is a large, long table where a lot of people can sit at. So there's that. I just love being in my home. It makes me happiest when I am here in my apartment. Um, so... Yeah, I thought that was really cool because I didn't know that that was a thing that you could just decorate for your your astrological sign. And then I looked up all of my friends and everybody that I knew and I sent it 
to them and I'm like, holy shit, your apartments look like exactly what they're describing. I mean, isn't that cray? Okay. But so the reason why I got on the subject of this was because um, I have been framing photos recently because I'm just trying to get everything officially situated in my apartment. Started work again, like main work, you know, and everything needs to look done. Yeah. So uh, I've talked about this before where it costs a lot of money if you go to a framing store to frame a painting or a photo or anything, especially when you have like the, you know, border edge things like I forgot what that's called. I mean, it's expensive. Um, I remember paying more to frame things than I did for the actual art, which kind of made me feel weird. So when Framebridge and I partnered up together, uh, and I saw that frames start at $39. I was like, mm, fuck yeah. This is right up my alley. So let me explain to you what Framebridge is. Framebridge is a website that you can go to where you, well, you can send in your art or, you know, whatever it is. You can mail in a photo or art or a jersey or whatever it is, and they will frame it for you. But what I love about framebridge.com is that you can upload photos from your phone, from your computer, and even access your Instagram photos. So if there's an Instagram photo with a filter on it that you really love, well, you can upload that to Framebridge and they'll frame it for you. And the website is so easy to use. You upload your photo. It takes you to the next page where you can pick out your frame and they have tons of frames and different sizes to choose. Um, and then you can choose if you want like a matte thing on it. I mean, it's so easy and simple. And before you purchase it, they'll show you exactly what it's going to look like. I mean, that's fantastic. Plus, it's so affordable. I mean, $39, it starts at $39. And right now they're giving my listeners 15% off their first order. You have to go to framebridge.com and that's F-R-A-M-E-B-R-I-D-G-E.com. Use my promo code Stasi, S-T-A-S-S-I, and you'll save an additional 15% off your first order. Y'all, it's so easy. It comes straight to your door and it looks perfect. I don't even know that Framebridge knows this, but I've used my own code. I've bought people birthday presents and framed things. I now have frames like photos of my dogs that I did by myself. Like I've used, well, I actually didn't use my code one time now that I'm really thinking about it. Yeah. Um, you're welcome, Framebridge. Yes. So you guys, seriously, go and use it. Please don't go to a frame store again because you're seriously wasting your money. So framebridge.com. Use my promo code Stasi. Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stasi. Well, I wanted to ask you about, because since we were talking about energies and spiritual shit, so keep looking for that. Because mm-hmm. um, on our last night when we were having dinner by the Eiffel Tower... You were talking about how you're an old soul. And me and Rachel didn't understand it. Because, oh, yeah. So I want you to actually... I thought it's actually really interesting because when you grow up as a kid and you're just mature for your age, everybody always... Because no one really understands what the term old soul means. So this is my point. So right. me and Rachel, since I guess we were just mature kids, people would be like, you must be an old soul or you're an old soul. So we grew up hearing that, not knowing what it meant. And so then when you were talking about being an old soul and talking about energies and like and what you pick up on and vibes and just everything. And I was like, 
and Rachel too was like, well, we we're old souls. And you're like, no, y'all aren't. I'm like, well, then what does it mean? Like, uh, I I mean, I, I, I think. But you had a great explanation, which I feel like I want to go into. Yeah. Um. I mean, yes. Th- th- people will argue with me. I'm saying like that. I'm not like the, you know. Well, I would like the to expert. believe that it's not okay. just about somebody being mature for their age. No, no, no. I, th- I think that's like, just like, I mean, uh, kids that are just like mature. I mean, they're just like little mini like adults. Like they're just, you know, um, that I mean, yeah, some people would argue that that's an old soul. But to me, an old soul is someone it depends on if you believe in um, I don't think reincarnation. Like, reincarnation. I mean, I, 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 guess, I, I guess I believe in everything for honestly for all intents and purposes. I mean, if you Google say, the reincarnation articles and interviews with children yeah that's it's shocking yeah i mean and that's 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 um those cases where these kids are like recalling memories of of places that they would never even know of and so specific i mean those are very like rare instances i'm just saying um i just feel like it's it's kind of in in ways inexplicable but you know there's just like this sense that you have lived before. Yeah, I so I've never felt you've, that. You've been <laughs> never in situations that. before in a sense not like not like a deja vu but like in in some ways that you just feel like you possess like a certain knowledge and, and an understanding of things that you haven't even quite experienced yet but you feel like you have the tools and the and the knowledge to kind of face it and and deal with it and and you know um, I just, I just think it's just people that they, they really, you know, and there's so many, like when you go into those reincarnation stories and people talk about like how many lives and like, you know, the different lives that you live and they're supposed to like mean different things and, you know, uh, I'm I'm trying to really articulate in a way that doesn't get confusing. No, you're, and I'm so, not, you're doing a great job because I, I, I've I, never I, felt anything like that before. I've never mm-hmm. once felt like. You know, I'm so interested in supernatural shit and all in in spirits and all of that and, and just things like that. But I have never been able to I've never felt that on my own. I'm just I'm interested in it. Well, so they say that your your soul, your soul, your your spirit, you know, the thing that gives you you is is actually like a weighted mass. That's why, you know, um, when you're home alone. Yeah you don't feel that someone's there unless you feel a spirit around you. But, um, but it's also like, let's say you're in this room alone, but there might be someone asleep in the bedroom. You feel that energy. You feel that presence. It's not just you knowing that they're there. It's a different feeling that's around you. Right. Because it's actually a weighted mass. Like we, we put out an energy that's a charged mass. Yeah. So, so that's why they say when you die, you know, there's still that, and that's why people can sense spirits and 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 energies around them, because there's still those like spirits and souls that that are around. And so I think I feel that, you know, sometimes your soul doesn't go anywhere, and sometimes it's, and if I, I feel like eventually it does. But I personally feel I feel like I'm do I sound crazy? No, uh, I don't. No, think I you're mean, crazy at all. I just I just like really have this sense that you know, we're we are here for you know a purpose perhaps i think are you we know. i would like to think <laughs> I would like we to are think so. i would like but to I mean, think so um yeah. but i think i i truly believe that in order 
for you to like really pass on and for your soul to die is that it has to like run its course which is i feel like spans beyond you know a you know average lifetime and so yeah i mean i just i just i just have this sense and when i've like read up on things that it just makes sense to me that like this isn't like my first life like me as katie yes but i feel like my soul my person like my person as a being has lived lifetimes before and i just i because like you just get these like little sort of like nuggets of things that just don't make sense to you in the moment but there's just something like that's why like the intuitive kind of nature comes in where it's just it's not i'm not picking up on someone's energy i'm picking up on an instant where i just i like my gut is just like my my intuition is so loud and so much there and well and your mom taught you that yeah my mom is always just she's like just listen to your heart listen to your gut if it's like listen to it because it'll never steer you wrong and that's what like i use to guide me and so um sometimes it doesn't make sense to other people but it makes sense to me because i trust it and i don't think that's i don't i don't think that's just like me as katie i think that's something that's been garnered and conditioned over really long time like i don't think i was just like born and i'm like hi like here you go you get you get intuition there you go i think it's something that you know has happened because my soul has been here for a really long time and has been in other bodies and, you know okay answer fast how many soul how many lives do you think you had now already yeah i think like this is like my like fourth what see the fact that you can even answer that is i would, well i would say my second no third four makes sense see no but see <laughs> if you asked me that i'd be like no fucking idea well because i told you Numero i feel like this is like you're like first yeah so you're my like a, soul what was my soul before it was any you're a baby soul i'm a baby that's what you said i don't know you're, that night that i was a baby soul i don't know what i don't know how like <laughs> so like <laughs> where was the soul before i so think, like i'm paving why am i always the old i'm paving the way for like other cool people to come after me so like all of these my soul when it goes into a different body it's gonna have to deal with like banner pump rolls and stuff and be like i remember this do you think like all the new bodies that i go into will uh, be into reality they're TV? gonna be like why do i love tequila so much <laughs> yeah. God, what is it about this well, i wish i could put my finger on it uh, uh a baby's <clears throat> gonna be like don julio, don julio. <laughs> okay no not like that i'm just it's it's i i feel like i sound crazy i'm sure people but are gonna i be don't like, think um, so this bitch is crazy. no I mean, my listeners this are is fucking not, into this shit okay well that's great i mean i know some people are like what are you crazy when you die you go to have and i mean like yeah i believe eventually when your soul has run its course it goes somewhere I would like to think that for sure, whether it's heaven or I feel something like it's like, like the game of but Thrones I just, like box. Like I, but I think, figure. but I think you have to like, I, for me, what I like to think is that you are here to learn a lot of things and, and each life you, uh, you know, you improve or, or sometimes you don't, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like you, maybe you have to be in like, you know worse off positions like i think it just like makes you more like of a rounded person well I don't yeah know. because like i'm um, let's talk about let's say like aaron hernandez mm. just offed himself after like murdering people yeah. and shit so like doubt he really like 
<laughs> what life do you think he was on? But like, he was like, oh, that one was, that soul was like, that life was a wash. Like he just murdered people <laughs> and killed himself. Like, did oh he really God. learn anything? So that soul's like, fuck, I just wasted <laughs> so much time in this body. Now I have to go on to the next. Well, maybe the next one will he'll be like, you know, do you think uh, like the Pope or something? Do you think that where do we think our next souls are going to go to? Like, am I going to be a serial killer after this? No, you don't manifest it. Well, I don't want to be a serial killer. No, who knows? You could come back and you could be like a princess. Um, I wasn't going to say that. Blair Waldorf. Or no, Uh, you could come back and be like a football player. (laughs) Oh, my God. That would totally suck. (laughs) That would would seriously uh, suck, though. Like, really? I don't think, like, your soul is, uh, you know... It's not... There's no gender. No. Okay, cool. Well, I don't really like moving (laughs) a whole lot. So if I could not be a football player, that would be great. (laughs) I would rather come back as a dog. Like, one like Zoe, who just sits and gets pet and doesn't actually move. I wish I could trade lives with Gordo. Right? I mean, I think about that sometimes, but it's like they don't get to put together outfits. He doesn't have to worry about summer body... No, rent. <laughs> you could just be cute and fluffy and just like beg for snacks all day. If I beg for snacks, they go mm, really another Do you really one. Really need that? I know. I don't know, Katie. Maybe you should have a stick of celery. Oh God, it sucks <laughs> so bad. I had squash spaghetti tonight when I really wanted spaghetti. Okay, first of I all, I love spaghetti. Squash. I know squash, really and I started making that like back in the day during the um the ice ages. Do you have a spaghetti? No, but I know about that. I have a spaghetti. Well, actually, I my neighbor loaned it to me, Christina, and I still have it. I want to try it then. Okay, well. I didn't really, I mean, I've never known somebody. <laughs> I've heard that there was a thing. I thought it was like on an infomercial. Yeah, it's, a, it's totally like a magic bullet infomercial thing. Yeah, but honestly, I think that spaghetti squash tastes like just as good as, I mean. It's so good. It's only the fact that I know in my brain it's not carbs. And you probably put like a pound of Parmesan. Parmesan. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> I load up all of the fucking sauces and shit and cheeses. So like it's, it's masked. Like. Yeah. The squash is a vehicle for other things. I like, I make uh, compromises myself. I say, okay, you can have meatballs, but you're going to have it with squash. Squash sketty. Squash bad for you. Are meatballs bad for you? Don't yeah. break my heart. Are you uh, joking? They, they, it's meat. Of a ball of meat. No, they usually it's like bread. What, in some there. bread, some breadcrumbs. That's it, just to and hold egg. it together. Eggs and good for you. All those things. I'm pretty sure. Are good I thought for you. I thought meatball was better for me, and then I was like, oh, they're they're kind of fatty. <laughs> but see, the way that my brain works is like. As long as I'm not having carbs, then I'm good. They were turkey meatballs, so they're lean. I don't even think like that. Like, if somebody put turkey um, turkey meatball and a beef meatball in front of me, I'd be like, that, to me, that makes no difference in terms of how I feel about where it's <laughs> going would. in my You're body. Like, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> yeah, no. If it, if it, once a carb gets introduced to that, then I'm like, now I have anxiety. Now yes. I'm freaking out because... I know that I will feel and look differently when I wake up in the morning once I have carbs. I know that. Speaking of carbs, you know what I've been doing? Um, th- I spent 30 minutes the other day, which when I tell you is a long time, um, Googling on Yelp and everything like that, trying to find the best like French baguette sandwich <laughs> in L.A. <laughs> I am so impressed by that. Why didn't you? T- because I haven't you had us that. I have like. Because I miss the days where I was eating two loaves of bread a day. <laughs> no, but why don't you text me and Rachel that? 
And Diana, just be like, yo, I have been Googling where to get a French, a real French baguette sandwich. Because I want to just find it and then like impress you guys with that. Actually, you're right. Actually, that was a great. Maybe that's your old, you your old lives. Like you're so wise. You're like, you know what? I'm not going to I'm not just going to shoot this off right away. I'm going to wait until I actually find it so that I can just like release it as a gift. Just call me Archimedes. Who's that? The owl and sword and stone. What's that? What's what's that? King Arthur. Oh, I mean, oh, you just saw that movie the other day. Oh my god, Stas, you have I to see this movie. I saw the Kira Knightley one a really long time ago. No, you have to see King Arthur. It got such it tanked at the box office. That doesn't mean I do not to understand. Me, I know it doesn't mean nothing to me, but it was so good. First of all, it was a. I think it cost one hundred and seventy million dollars. It was a Guy Ritchie film. It took like three like three years to make, but Stasi, there's like magic. It's like Game of Thrones. There's uh, Charlie, 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 Charlie Hunnam. Hunnam. I know. And yes. Jude Law. Yeah. And Eric Bana in one movie. Okay, I love Eric um, Bana. My panties just flew out the window. Jude Law? Ever since I found out about the nanny thing, I'm like, I can't get back on board. <sighs> Eric know, Bana and Charlie Hunnam. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. Soup's on board. And Charlie Hunnam's like just so charismatic and funny and you just fall in love with him. And like, oh. I Wait. told you about the one time I saw him at the gas station. Yes. I remember totally that. totally like made eyes with who me. are you with christina kelly oh no we saw i was with christina kelly when we saw him at lulu's on beverly yeah that's what i thought you were talking and, about and like we were freaking out but then i saw him as at the we home art and you saw him twice yeah you're a and whore. i was like i literally was like <gasps> and i went in the car and i was like oh my god tom i'm freaking like i went and like fucking freaked out to tom and i was like oh my god he's so hot oh my god and tom's like i don't know who that is <laughs> Tom needs to get on board. Now he needs he to know, get acquainted. No, no, no. Now he, now he does because when well, he, he saw that movie. He, yeah, he was like, I want to go see him. I'm like, well, like, who's in it? I was trying to remember. I'm like, it sounds familiar. Like, I remember seeing the uh, trailer for a long time ago and being like, I want to see that. And then he's like, oh, you know, the, the guy you really like, uh, your boyfriend, uh, what, what's his name? Jax. And I was like, uh, what? And then I, he was calling him by his character. His character, yeah. So, yeah. So I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, let's go. It was so good. You would love it. It's like so Game of Thrones. But that makes me so sad that it didn't do well. When someone, when people put in that much money and time and effort, you know what I, why I think it probably didn't do well? I didn't see any advertising. I didn't even know about it. That's what I said. I'm like, I remember. Advertising is everything. I didn't know about it. Yeah, because all I saw for the last month was Guardians of the Galaxy. Ugh. I'm so sick of those types of movies. But they're really good. I don't know. But like, that's just not my, I don't, I don't think I would. You would love it. It's funny. You would really enjoy it. I but didn't think I would because I'm like I'm not weird. I don't, I don't, I'm not into like superhero like I don't like superhero action things. type that like like the, the I would rather I've seen all no. like the X Men of course you know they're entertaining but like I've just, it doesn't really like do it for me but no, I I was me. expecting that with Guardians of the Galaxy but I went and it was so enjoyable it was so good um yeah that and and then Mad Max. Okay, that was the one so with good. Charlie's Charlie. Charlie Are you talking about that movie that came out like four years ago? Yeah, I'm still thinking about it. I've never <laughs> saw that one either. Oh, you'd love it. Well, because it, no, I don't like. Trust don't, me, action trust movies are the only genre that I'm not a fan of. I don't. It doesn't. Do I know. I I need to be coaxed into it, but then there's ones where I'm like, oh my god, I love that movie, but yeah. It really made me sad it didn't do well, but I think you should really see it because I feel like you would really love it. Well, I, I texted you right after. I was no, like, I you have to see this. Well, I want to campaign for it so that it like maybe gets better. Meaning it I feel like it's kind of like a sleeper. Like I feel like like word of mouth and then people are going to be like, oh, my God, it's great. I hope so, because this is actually the fact that you just told me that it took three years to make. 
Yeah, and I and I I wanted to do well because I feel like at the end they were like kind of teasing for like King's Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table, you know that whole story. Well, I mean, I know the stories. of So things. I want to see more. Well, so who's King Arthur? Charlie Hunnam. Oh, I didn't know who was who. Yeah. So did you ever see the Kira Knightley one? Which which one? The only other one. It's it was King Arthur. Yeah, it was, was called Clive King Owen. Kira Knightley. No. Yeah. You love Kira Knightley. I do. She does nothing for me. Really? Uh-uh. Isn't that nuts that like I could, w- if, if Kira Knightley's in it, I will go see it immediately. Uh, I preferred like her doppelganger, Natalie Portman. No, see, I mean, I like Natalie Portman, but what is it about? Like what? Like I've only ever seen her in like Pirates of the Caribbean and maybe like one other thing. Anna Karenina. No. The Duchess. No. That movie, The End of the World, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Oh, wait, that is. Oh, wait, shit, that one was really good. I mean, there's a mil. There's so many. No, she's she's great, but like you. I like, mean, I personally like her in period you're one of, She's one of those people that you're like, you'll go see it because she's in it. Yeah, okay. I'm so ride or die. That's, yeah, that's. I'll, I'm like that with like Charlize Theron. Like, I'm already there for anything. I just does. watched a young adult the other day. That's I love that. It's such a good that's movie. That's going to be you. That's so mean! Oh my god! I'm kidding. I stopped for a second. And I was like, "Is there a happy ending?" No, there's not. No. Okay, that is no. I'm teasing. No, just because she was like single. I know, but you're not. But you're, but I'm. I mean, I'm trying. You're like you're like uh you know on the cusp. You're I'm like, on the cusp of things. Your your situation's vague and ambiguous. Perhaps? Yes. Yes. Maybe I don't know. Get it? I'm bashful now. I've kept things. A little not, you know, I learned my lesson when I started talking about once Patrick and I broke up last summer and I started dating people and talking about it on my podcast and then they listened to it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to talk about this shit anymore because all all it's doing is getting me in trouble and it, I'm, I feel they're not ready for it. I feel <laughs> you got to let it like grow into that, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, whatever. Anyways, Kira <laughs> ride or fucking die. Anyway, I've talked about um, my love for watches for a really long time. I grew up with a father that is really into watches. And so because of that, I've always been obsessed with watches. Even as a little kid, my dad would get me a watch on every birthday and I felt naked without wearing one. And honestly, I think that's probably where I became obsessed with men's watches. I loved a good oversized men's watch. I just... I think it's really chic. I think it's fashionable. It's stylish. But the point is, I am very much into watches. And I'm not a watch snob because I'm open-minded. I'm not about being a watch snob. I appreciate watches of all kinds. And when I started finding out about movement watches, I was really impressed with the fact that they're quality watches that are sold for really uh, way less than they should be. So the reason why when we go to stores like Nordstrom or Neiman Marcus or Bergdorf, Saks, whatever, uh, Macy's, and you go and you look at the watch section and you're like, holy shit, why is everything so expensive? Well, that's because the watch companies sell their watches to that department store and then the department store has to mark it up at an, I mean, times like three, I feel like sometimes more, right? And so you're not actually paying for the product. You're paying for a marked up price. 
So with movement watches, they this company started off as two, like there were two broke college kids that wanted to wear stylish watches but couldn't afford them. So they started their own watch company. And that story right there already warms my heart because I feel like um, in LA, LA is a, is a city of hustlers. And we're all just trying to make it and we start from the ground up. And I don't know, like reminds me of like, how I started my podcast or, you know, when I was working at Sir and started filming a television show and we just kept trying to just make things happen and build something. So these two people built an actual watch company that sells amazing watches. So you're looking at minimalist products where I say it's very sleek. Every watch is very sleek and simple. It'll all, they will all stand the test of time. There's no flashy anything on them. It's you don't know what the watch is. It could be um, $10,000. It could be $300. It does whatever. It doesn't matter. They've been sold in over 160 companies. And I'm telling you, they start at just $95. If that same $95 watch were to be sold at a department store, you're looking at a watch that costs $400 to $500. Yeah, that's insane. So if you want to get a watch that looks sleek and it's classic. I'm talking old Hollywood classic. You'll be able to wear it for forever. Go to mvmtwatches.com slash Stasi because they're going to give you 15% off with free shipping and free returns. So if you don't like the watch, you can send it back. It's free to send it back. It's no hassle. So go to mvmtwatches.com slash Stasi and get 15% off your order. So if you order a $95 watch, it's going to be way cheaper and you don't have to pay for shipping. And if you don't like it, which I know you probably will, I just got my most recent one that I got from them is a rose gold one with like um, a pearl face on it. It's really cute. Um, you'll love it. So check it out. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Okay, I have officially found my favorite subscription, and this is not a fucking drill. I have two perfect dogs. If you have a dog, do not fast forward this right now um again god i hate repeating myself but you know it is what it is i'm lazy and so often i run out of treats for my precious little princesses my precious angels zoe and luda and i run out of treats for them because i haven't gone to you know the petco or whatever it is recently and because I've run out, I like end up giving them like just turkey or chicken that I was going to eat like as a treat. Like even if the chicken has sauce on it, I'll put it in my mouth like that piece of chicken and get all the sauce off of it. I'll suck it off. This is gross. I do this and then give it to them so that I know like there's nothing bad on their stomach. Or like in their stomach because Zoe's super sensitive to different foods and she uh, pukes when she eats something that doesn't sit well with her. She's old. I mean, whatever. So when BarkBox came to me 
about sponsoring my podcast. This was a freaking no brainer. But I still said, I was like, I have to test out the product first. I'm sorry. So all of a sudden, a couple weeks ago, um, I had two packages and I was like, I didn't, I I always know like when I order things and granted, like I order things all the time. I receive packages every day, but I had no idea what this was. I open it and I have never felt such a rush of like, <sighs> oh my God, yes. It was two boxes of treats for my dogs, of chew toys. Like they had um, also like, you know, bully sticks or like whatever those things were called. It was I got so excited for my dogs because as I was opening the boxes, I was like, Luda, Zoe, you don't even know what's up right now. Like, this is for you. This is like Christmas Day for you. So let me explain what BarkBox is. Um, it was established in 2011 and it's a subscription-based box that delivers goodies for your dogs every month on the 15th, might I add. That's when they go out. Um, but what's great about this company is that they're really concerned with the welfare of dogs. So they support shelters, rescues, and nonprofits across the U.S. to help find dogs get their homes. And they shipped over 50 million toys and treats so far. But what's great is that all of the treats inside, they're all natural and they change every month because each box has a different theme. It's so cute. I'm telling you, like one box is like country fair theme. The next is Pooh York City. Pooh York City. The other one is Brooklyn Hipster. There's a lot of different things. Super cute. And what's great about it is that if you find that your dog really likes one of the treats that's in the box, then you can go to the BarkBox website and find that specific treat and order it. So... It's not like you're just getting something once a month and then you'll never see it again. You can also uh, tailor it to your dog's special needs. So if your dog has allergies or has uh, heavy chewer preferences, you can type that in and you choose the dog's size. So if you have a big dog, it'll be a different box than uh, one you would get for a small dog. You can also choose different plans. So there's one month, six months or 12 months. You can cancel anytime and it's always free shipping. So just Think about this, okay? If you have animals or you have dogs, you know, sometimes when you run out of treats and toys and stuff, you're like, shit, I feel like a terrible parent. It just makes it so much easier to have this delivered straight to your door. And you're always testing out new things. So the dogs get excited anytime they see something new. Right now, if you go to BarkBox.com slash Stassi, and that's B-A-R-K-B-O-X.com slash Stassi, S-T-A-S-S-I, you can get a free extra premium toy added to your Bark box every single month when you subscribe to a six or 12 month plan you have to select yes please when asked if you have a playful pup because they'll ask you questions about your dogs it's fantastic you guys seriously I can't believe how excited I got when I opened this package and it wasn't closed I'm like the amount of excitement I got was like unreal so go check it out your little precious animals your precious pets your little babies will be so happy that you did so go to barkbox.com slash Stassi and check it out she's never one to hold back on any topic this is straight up with Stassi I still want to get back to your spiritual shit okay because (laughs) so I want to know 
Do you ever feel things when I'm around that or your friends are around? Not necessarily just me. Say like when we were in Paris or when we go places or our apartments. Do you ever feel things and then not say them because you don't want to freak us out? Uh, Or is it normally when you're alone? No, um, no, I, I, I can't. No, I can't think of a time where I. I didn't because I mean I brought you down to the catacombs <laughs> I didn't like even feel anything there well see I wouldn't think you would though I don't think because that's, that's not of, where like, yeah that's not where they were died that's not where they in inha- like their bodies were moved from their graves and right, their yeah. their bone like their um, skeletons picked apart so like it's not really where like souls would mm-hmm. I personally think it, that that's <laughs> not where they would like chill yeah I'm like, trying to I'm trying to think if there was ever none of your places I've ever gotten like weird energy. I mean, vibes, did you go so. down into the cave room that me and Rachel slept in? Yeah, that was cool. Did you feel anything? No, I I felt like I was in like Game of Thrones. <laughs> I have never had that great of sleep. I mean, because it was I pitch slept, I, Yeah, <laughs> but I also had my eye patch thing on. Of course. So it was like. And it was cold. Mm -hmm. I hate being hot when I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. So it was cold in a fucking cave, dark. And like that, I slept like a baby. (laughs) I gave the best review to that Airbnb. That was the best. (laughs) It deserved it. I was just thinking about that. I was like, wait, Kristen said that that was on hers. I'm like, no, that was on my. Sorry. Okay. No, that was on mine. I guess I was on her card. That's how it went. Right. Yes. Okay. Whatevs. Okay. So you don't feel things that you then keep a secret from us. No. That's good to know. No, I mean, I because think as I, would, you were I would talking about that. I was, I've been wondering that. Like, do you, like, do you feel things and you're like too scared to tell people? No, I mean, people that I don't know because I don't want them to think I'm crazy. Tom gets mad when I talk about it. Like sometimes I'll wake him up and I'll be like, Bob, like this, like in our old place, I would do that a lot. Just because I'd be up and I'd be like freaked out and I just like was I just needed like to talk to someone, you know, just yeah, a distraction. And he didn't like it. Well, I mean, I would Cause imagine because it, it would scare it would. Sc- I wonder what that would be like if I was constantly being woken up by my partner and <laughs> in my apartment and like, hey, there's somebody here with there's something here. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Can you just like now keep this to yourself? Because I'm really scared. No, I mean, no, I mean, like I said, if it was, if it was a really negative energy, I mean, no, like sometimes well, I would no, wouldn't want you to keep it to yourself. Sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's really good energy, which means it's just like, maybe there's something, I don't know, like exactly what it is I'm like kind of picking up on, but it's good. So there's no like sense to be like, Hey, I feel like there's really good like energy around here. Like, I mean, I'll say that, but, um, but no, I mean, if it was like really bad, and maybe if like you mentioned something to me and I came around, you know, I would say something or if it was really bad, I might be like, hey, can we like sage this place or something like we need to like we need to cleanse. Want to do the Ouija board this after energy. this? Hell no. Don't ever ask me that. God, I got you there almost once. Yeah. And then you like sobered up. I like got you drunk enough. <laughs> to where like you just didn't know and you agreed to everything so i was like yeah let's do the ouija board i'll make one that's so mean and then that's you so mean. It, like you sobered up so quickly it was so fucking strange to see like yeah because my intuition somebody was just like, shifted what are you doing and you were like what no it's like you all of a sudden came too yeah and you I were was like allergic what is this 
And I'm like, well, um, we've been talking about this for like a half an hour. What do you mean? What is this? Yeah, you just freaked out. Yeah, because I like it's not good. I mean, spirits can attach themselves to you. And to old souls, maybe, but not to baby no, ones. No, to anyone. I'm a baby to soul. To anyone. And that's why I'm saying don't. Should I change my Twitter handle to handle don't mess to baby with, soul? Like, don't mess with like the dark shit. Don't mess with the Ouija board because you know you you are opening yourself up. It's like opening a window and anything can fly in it. You want Katie, like, I have opened myself up to this shit for as long as I can remember and no one's ever bit. So nothing's ever yeah, until, tried to hang on to me. Until you Nobody have. Nobody cares. Spirits don't give a shit about me. They're like, yeah. whatever. Well, wait until, you know, if you keep doing that stuff. You don't want to open up to like demons or something like really evil. That's not that's not I'm too evil. So I counterbalance their evil. This is not good. You just don't you don't want that. You want to keep good light and positivity around you all the time. And that's why I don't open myself up to it, because for me being, you know, kind of susceptible, I'll call it to that. I look like the the lighthouse in the middle of the yeah like like it's not just like an open window somewhere in a dark corner it's like hello come over here and it's like i like i don't like i don't need to invite that into my life i like to keep it positive but you realize that for the rest of us that are just so interested in it but have (laughs) no experience with it but try so it doesn't mean anything to me because i don't know what it's like to be you i told you what happened to my brother probably but re re say it because i'm not sure which (laughs) you're talking about so he is a photographer and works in real estate right and your mom message tell the story your mom messaged me about this too yes so he was um shooting a condo a beautiful condo a condo at that it was just beautiful but it was um it's in Park City, and it's like Park City is very historic. It's awesome. It was a mining town. I took you to the uh, um, mm-hmm. old cemetery, yeah, <laughs> the Glenwood Cemetery, which is really cool. Um, and but all yeah, the orbs were just in photos when you were in them. <laughs> You're so mad at me. Yeah, um, not with me. But uh, yeah, so so there's a lot of history there, and um, old mining town, and. So this this condo was in a building that I think at one point I don't think it was a brothel I don't think it was but but let's just say it was I, it, it could have I, I can't remember <laughs> I'm I'm not really remembering it properly um, but it's been like remodeled I mean I showed you the pictures like you like when like when I hear this story you think it would happen in like some like old like haunted crickety house yeah. in like the middle of the woods like no this place was like posh and like fancy as fuck and. But yeah, no one really wanted to stick around there because with within like, I think someone would last like a week and they're like, no, we can't go. So um, my brother had shot it before and he heard voices and <laughs> it was especially in the bathroom of, in the master bedroom upstairs and it like really creeped him out. But he like went in, he had to do his job and then afterwards, like he was kind of doing research on it and he found out that there's like this spirit named Lizzie and she was like, a prostitute and she particularly likes men with facial hair. And Rocky has like, <laughs> like the beard full on, you know, Italian. And so, you know, she likes to kind of get their attention and everything like that. And supposedly what happened was 
um, she was married to someone and her husband came in and caught her with a client, we'll call it, and shot them like both, like killed them, murdered them. And so she still hangs out there. And so he had to go back and shoot it again. So this time he's like, I'm going to wear headphones because last time I heard voices and it was creepy as fuck. So I'm going to put headphones in. And so he was doing his thing and he was in the bathroom. See, wait, that would scare me more <laughs> to not be able to hear. So yes. he'd take away my hearing and then that would... and. To me, that would scare me more if I was listening to music when I was in a haunted place. Sorry. Exactly. Anyway. It's like it's like blindfolding your house yes. through a haunted or yes. blinding your, blindfolding yourself through a haunted house. Yeah. Like, why that? Why would you do that? I too? need to know what's happening. Uh, but no, I mean, at the same time, I get like he wanted to just go and do his job. So he was um, shooting in the bathroom and he was he had bent down to do something with his camera and he felt this like really sharp pain on his back. And he was like what the hell was that? like he didn't it was a big ass bathroom because i was like well did you rub up against something did you knock and he's like no i literally bent over and it like was like this burning hot since like it was sharp and hot so he's like okay that was weird he bent down and he felt it again and he was like okay this is this is not right and he lifted up his shirt and he had like like a, a gash or it looked like he'd been like whipped with something it looked like a welt and like you could see like a handprint and he was like holy shit so not only did These he photos are out there though people not only did he finish shooting yeah, the rest of that. the place no then by the time i mean like the 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 pictures of it like it looked like he like was hurt like he you know like not like wounded you know like not like an open wound but like it was bright red looked like a welt and he went down to show the owners he's like um so i just had an experience up there i kind of know like i've been up there before i know what it's about and he helped like went lift up his shirt completely gone completely gone it came like these these marks photos of it yeah and luckily it's not like it was a weird place it was kind of like yeah it was like sort of like on his like side back like not complete like it's not like he didn't notice that they were there before but the fact that like they were there and then 10 minutes later they were completely gone and so i told him i was like oh my god like I hope like you need to like, go get a cleanse or something. I'm like, because spirits will attach themselves to you and I don't want you. That's like, what you said. That was your advice. You just said, no, I, you freaked him out and no, he said, no, no, just no. want to let you know that spirits are going to attach themselves. I didn't freak him out. Like he was aware of it. He's like, no. And I told him, I was like, you know what? You heard voices last time. She's attracted to men with facial hair. You had your headphones in. She was probably getting to your attention, trying to get your attention and you were ignoring her. So that's why that happened. I mean, it makes sense, right? You Maloney's. <laughs> How many lives do they think they have? Do your brothers think that? They I don't know. I've never talked to him about Why? it. Why? I don't even think I've talked to my mom about it. Are you serious? No. We just, I don't know. But I feel like I've talked to your mom about it. About what? Well, not, like, I guess, about like having past lives, but I guess like the spiritual stuff. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We talk about that all the time. But yeah, I think, I think, I don't know about maybe joey but i know yeah rocky's had paranormal experiences my mom for sure me i'm so jealous it's not it's freaky are you kidding me like we definitely like had like poltergeist experiences um poltergeist they're friendly, they move things they're yeah. friendly spirits but they like they like to make their presence known so they'll kind of mess with you and they'll move things obviously like they'll, they'll move obvious things yeah i'm remembering a, a story your mom told me about your the keys, keys. Yeah. yeah that that like it's so unexplainable and i i remember i had i had a similar kind of poltergeist thing happen not in my old place but when i lived by um running canyon with shit oh, being I moved around yeah because you know i'm all, i'm one of those people that's like 
yeah like sometimes i'll like leave places some things but i always i have a i'll have a place like like homes for everything you know what i mean yeah so like they'll be i'll put certain things in certain places always and they'll be like moved and they'll be in like a weird random place where i would never put it i mean if i'm gonna put someplace random it's gonna be like on the floor in the right or like on the table by my or the little counter you know where you kind of the, the counter that everyone has where you just kind of chuck things when you come in that like that's where it'll be it won't be in like a random drawer in the bathroom where it wouldn't like i'm trying to think of something no, specific but I get um, it. it was just it was really really weird and i was like okay you're here that's fine just don't bother me and don't let me see you thanks Wait, <laughs> you can hang out though can i tell you something then so yesterday this happened to me and i just thought i was drunk because you reminded me that i was drunk last night I came home last night and I went to go wash my hands or something when I was doing the dishes or whatever, like in the sink or something. And I stopped and I was like, why the fuck is that dish there? Like I have a I had in my old apartment this white soap dish with a like a, a soap that Patrick's mom gave me it was a goat two years milk ago or sheep milk or <laughs> oh my god i forgot about <laughs> yeah. that oh wow vintage good but, so this was like when i was living with patrick in that old apartment like the spiral staircase apartment mm -hmm. like that's when she gave it to me like that's how old this is and i have not i don't think i've I, I started feeling crazy. I was so like, wait, why so, is this here right now? I'm like, so what happened to you? It was on your your kitchen? It's there still, I wait, think. Wait, where is is your, where is it? Again? In my Sorry. kitchen, there's a white little dish with a soap in it. And I'm so confused because I remember taking it to my new apartment, like my old, the one in the same apartment complex, that mm -hmm. uh, this one bedroom that I had. I have not, I don't think, but I also have a, I'm, I don't know if I'm forcing myself to have a bad memory. <laughs> if like I'm so paranoid about it that I'm making it happen. Like, you know, like a self-fulfilling prophecy thing. Yeah. That like I'm just scaring myself and it's making me have a bad memory. But I'm like, that hasn't been there. I've never washed my hands with that. I've never looked at that when I was, I've lived here now for six months. So it just, you just months. noticed it yesterday, last night, and it still should be there unless it well, fucking went away. Well, last night you were a little drunky poo. I know. That's why I was so. like, am I fucking wasted? And I'm just thinking this, <laughs> but also I don't remember. But no, I'm saying, did you come home and like dish it out? Like, or dish it out, fish it out of somewhere? And then like, no, I didn't even, I haven't touched it yet. You know, for a fact that you I did know not for a fact take it out of anywhere. The only thing that I'm doubting is that it's been there the whole time. <laughs> that's that's oh the only other explanation and i just didn't notice it but like how is that possible uh i just think sometimes you know sometimes you just there's things right in front of you and you're like i've never noticed that before but i am all about decorating my apartment i know everything i feel like everything i see visually i i know i know but there's but there's just things that we kind of our eyes just gloss over it happens. Well, but that, I still hold on to that key. Remember that key that oh magically? Okay, that is that is. I weird. still have it, and I put That's it. So weird. Yeah, I will never. I, I I will never know what it was for. Maybe it is for the murder house. Wasn't it you that said that, Jen Jen. Well, Jennifer? Yeah, yeah, it was right after you guys went there. It was like a day after. Yes, I thought it was like the same that you came home and it was. The, in, it was the. I'm pretty and sure you it was were the next like. Day. You had like a bat, and then all of a sudden it was like just there. And like, yeah, you're not a person like that there's just like little things like laying around like Fuck there's no 
shit it's like, is is it's it looks good i can't like, sleep if it doesn't like, i know I, I wish i felt that way but i honestly i couldn't like sometimes as much as that like feels nice i feel more at home when there's just like a little bit of clutter if there's not like 85 stuffed animals on the floor something's off oh my <laughs> god that would kill me i know i, I know I, 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 pick I, them up. I don't give them i know i pick i pick them up daily constantly but they just like you know but they're so cute i let they they run the house I know and that's so sweet I'm just I'm an asshole I'm an asshole parent like you know when I have kids I'm just not gonna let them have toys I guess oh no no I'm no I I'll just have a separate room for them to keep them you're gonna be like here's a here's a feather duster (laughs) go to town feel free to do whatever you want with that do you want to learn how to vacuum (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I don't know where that soap, what that was about, but the fact that that soap is something that I've, why would I hold on to soap from three years ago? I do. You made me me. get rid of, no, remember Rachel came back from Europe two years ago with a soap thing. You and Kristen were cleaning my apartment for Emma Roberts (laughs) Mm. and you looked at me and you were like, both of you guys, one of you were like. You're really holding on to old soap right now. I'm like, but it's such a pretty glass and stuff that Rachel brought back and I want to keep it. And y'all were like, no, you can't just hold on to old soap. I don't think that was me because I hold on to so much. Then shit. it was Kristen. Yeah. I mean, so I'm all, I I'm all about that. like, um, I'll like revisit things every six months and just be like, you know, see if my mind has changed about them and then try to, you know, yeah. well, that's how I feel stuff. Too. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm a little bit of a hoarder in that sense, especially when it comes to like bath and beauty products. Like, I'll, uh, unless it's expired, I'm hanging on to that. I'm gonna go <laughs> check real fast if the soap is still there. Yeah, I'm sorry. I am gonna. We hold on. We can end this right now, but I'm gonna Ooh. go check. We just did an hour. I'm okay. gonna go check real fast so that there is uh, a. I'll be right back. Ooh. We're going to get a soap update, hopefully. Oh, I think this, the soap is still there, folks. It it's still, still there. there. Oh, my God. It's maybe it's been there this whole time. I'm sorry. Well, we have the same housekeeper. Sandra, do you think that maybe she found it someplace and put it there? Maybe. Maybe that's it. Like, I mean, like, she's, like, she hasn't done that, but maybe, like, she was like, this is pretty. Like, let's put this out. Maybe. Because I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I have not... I've kept my kitchen so bare. Do you know what you should do? Try putting it back away somewhere where, like, and remember where you put it. And I did that with a key, and it, it nothing we'll ever try changed. Try it with the soap. Okay, I will. All right, with that, guys. <laughs> uh, thanks. Just hope you don't wake up until all your cupboards hanging open. <laughs> do, 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 do. do you know how much I would love that? Okay, they're weird. Do you know? No, because I've never experienced it. I want it. Okay, <laughs> give me some ghosts, y'all. Go follow. Kate, it's music kills Kate. It's not her name. Music kills Kate on Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat and all that shit. And watch us on Vanderpump Rules, I guess. Yeah. And, and go to puckerandpout.com to learn everything you want to know about beauty because Katie does my hair and makeup 24 <laughs> 7. Me too. Damn it. Couldn't you God. have like gotten more so that like during the whole podcast you could have just like. I just like that one because it reminds me of like clubbing back in the day. 
Oh, that was like my favorite part of the club where they like blew the. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, they did yes. that sound and then blew God. the like fog and quick air and like there were like confetti. And then when you just happened to be standing underneath it, you were like, oh, yes. Oh, God, that was the best. I know. Now right. I would just, oh, I can do it at home now. We could take this in front of your air conditioning thing. The new thing. air conditioning that we just put together. <laughs> yes. And put on some Sean Paul and just every like once in a while intermittently hit that and just turn up the fan on that thing. There's a new Daddy Yankee song out. Have you heard it? <sighs> No. We're going to close <laughs> with the new. I want you to play that at the same time okay. that I play the Daddy Yankee song. Whoa. And that's how we'll close. We're about to be like a, a DJ duo right now. Seriously. Coming to Coachella. It'll get there. You'll know when the right moment is. To, to, you'll know to play that. Just let it go a little bit. Okay. Vegas Marquee. <laughs> Put your hands up if you love to party. Yes. Everyone take a shot. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>